Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What is going on, everybody? Jason right here. This is episode number 171. Starting to get up there a little bit, huh? Not too bad, right? So here's what's crazy about this episode. If you guys are big fans of the podcast, like raving fans, like sending me messages like, where's the podcast? That did happen this week. You'll notice that the YouTube, the video podcast is out, but the audio is a little late. Now, this is my first time going down this road, but I've had terrible, terrible audio problems lately. And, and these are my fault. So my computer got um, basically ran out of memory or out of storage, I should say, here recently. So I was uh, getting rid of a bunch of stuff, and I inadvertently deleted all my podcast files. So like my intro, my outro, my music, all that. So I've just had to make the time to try to recreate it. And I don't have the intro and outro. It's my wife that does that, and she's uh, been unavailable messing with the other business. So um, what you get is what you get this week, you know. Uh, It is what it is, but hey, I'm still getting it out there, right? So this week we've got an awesome guest. We've got um, Nick Mann from Typo Prince, and we will listen to that conversation here shortly. I did want to tell you this episode is sponsored by Intentionally Inspirational. I'm just going to tell you, if you haven't checked out just the website in general lately, if it's been a while, check it out. We've got all kinds of good stuff. We've got tons of free content. We're making uh, basically three to four blog posts a week at this point. We are putting all kinds of stuff on YouTube, We've got all the social channels, the podcast, just a content making party that never ends. It's pretty much where we're at. But the beauty is if you're an entrepreneur that's new or even experienced, there's literally gold in there everywhere for free. There's a lot of good stuff. Now there's paid stuff as well, but there is, if you just did nothing but consume the free stuff all day, you'd never run out. So if you haven't checked out the website lately, I encourage you to strongly. And feel free to send me a message. I'll respond. All right. So no Brandy this week. Brandy is missing in action, but she'll be back shortly. So let's do what we do best. Let's talk to another entrepreneur. Let's see what their story is. Let's see how marketing has helped them grow their business. And uh, without any further ado, let's dive in. What's happening, everybody? Jason right here with no Brandy this week, and I've got an awesome guest with me. I've got Nick Mann. Let me tell you what I know about Nick. He's the CEO and founder of Typo Prince. He is also a podcast host of the Don't Quit podcast, and is the author of five children's books. What's going on, Nick? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great, man. Welcome to the show. So tell me about Typo Prince. What an interesting name and a more interesting mission there. Yeah, Typo Prince, which is all about making motivational art prints to make dreamers into doers for their home and office. So, yeah, it started out in my senior year of college. It was when I need, I I looked at my freelancing and the job prospects and I realized, man, I don't know if this is all going to cut out for me, but Mm -hmm. I got to be creative. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do anything else about that. I was so passionate about that, that I, I needed to find my own way. Mm-hmm. And luck would have it, my university was uh, Pacific Lutheran University, and 
they specialized in print. So that's where I got a lot of the great knowledge of how printing works mm-hmm. and what art prints about and the creativity involved with that. So one thing led to another on that and I created my first art prints. Went to art shows, got uh, talking with my friends about it and then started slowly building up some customers from that. And then I launched my own store about a year afterwards. So that's where the, and I should even talk about the name typo prints. And a lot, it was actually an accident because mm-hmm. I originally wanted to be the whip one. It has two Y's in it for those who yep. don't know. Yep. So, and it, I originally wanted to only have one Y, but the domains weren't there for me. I really wanted that domain name. Yep. yep. And I tried to think like, what are other options? You know, like, do I, like, do I do two O's? Like, and then it like typo prints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like P's, but like people wouldn't get that it was a typo. So you know, no, I think it's great why. the way it worked out. Yeah, it's you know, like, super why, why it makes sense. It's still I, I find it still easy to pronounce. I've actually never heard anyone mispronounce it, so I think that's that's a very strong key. Absolutely. So you could actually make something like what's on the wall behind me. This is printed on canvas. Is that something like what you would do? I don't do canvas. You okay. know, I actually can. I do. I do know manufacturers. I can. Okay. I just right now just do um, unframed and framed. Okay. Very nice. And we will maybe make a show notes for this podcast. We haven't done show notes in a while, but we haven't done a guest in a while. So yeah, let's do that. We'll make show notes and uh, link up all your stuff there. So if anybody's curious, they can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash. Um, episode i think it's gonna be 171 i'll get that i'll get that down for sure and we'll get that pushed out to social but we'll uh we'll link up your stuff there for you so it's been a while i'm I'm rusty in that in that department but very cool so it sounds like we got your business up and going um it's, it's funny it always goes back to this kind of the marketing was just that human conversation talking to people telling people what you were doing getting yeah. their attention um and yeah. what's neat is like that motivational piece, it's like, you know, something I've realized recently is um, entrepreneurs or, or people even wanting to become entrepreneurs, they seem to get jammed up in like one of three areas. It's like the marketing, it's like the motivation and the mindset piece. And it's even like how to grow and scale a team. So I think you've, uh, you've settled on a really, really good area there. Yeah, I think what, what helped was it's my strength and my passion. Even if this failed, I wasn't going to be upset or anything about this. I'm so passionate about this. Like I don't, I didn't care. Very nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. So from a kind of a marketing standpoint, I'm just curious, what has been the the most helpful thing? I saw you had a Shopify store. Yes. I'm a big Shopify fan. Uh, What's been the best way to kind of uh, drive people to the store? Is it like Facebook ads or like, what are you doing? I definitely have done Facebook ads and it's not bad. The, The only problem with that is, everyone else is doing it. Yeah. So competition wise, and it's, it's only going to get harder. Yep. So not that I should say anyone should never do it, but like understand, like it's not the holy grail that every marker likes to say it was like five, 10 years ago. Yep. And are you using, I, I can't help but ask this, but are you using active campaign on the back end of Shopify? I'm using MailChimp. Okay. Yeah, it's through. Um, <laughs> yeah, shop sync for the e-commerce side of that because I know recently they support they they stopped the support connection of Shopify recently. Now, who stopped that? Mailchimp did. 
Yeah. Oh, well, well, it's actually a mutual disagreement. Gotcha. Between how they were using their personal information. Gotcha. It looked like um, Shopify was like strong arming MailChimp into doing it and they didn't want to. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Got backed out. So I don't even know if you can actually connect MailChimp to Shopify anymore. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm just grandfathered in. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty vocal about this, but I'm not a huge MailChimp fan. So anytime I meet a Shopify store owner, I always say, hey, if you're ever looking for a different solution, Active Campaigns got this deep data, deep data integration, which is awesome for Shopify. Um, the amount of things you can do with shopping cart abandonment and re-engagement campaigns, it's just, it's just incredible. So um, mm -hmm. I've oh, yeah, tried I it. Great things about it too. Yep. I've tried a few Shopify stores and um, not got a good one uh, to stick yet, but I uh, try and fail things all the time. So mm -hmm. I actually woke up this morning and said, you know what? I need more leads in my world. So I'm going to build a funnel today and launch it today with paid ads in the back end and everything. And uh, here we are at one thirty my time and hopefully they'll be done by, uh, by the time I go to dinner for my wife's birthday today. So um, got to mess with stuff all the time. So with your path in entrepreneurship, I'm always curious. I love talking to business owners. What's been the hardest part? Is it getting started or is it having a little success and then falling back the other way and going, Oh crap. Now I, I'm where, what do I do now? You know, I think the, the hardest part is the direction you to go towards because like you have, you have your prints and you want to sell it, yep. but, then, but then what, how, how do you scale? How, you know, how do you able to create an experience that more people would want mm -hmm. and art is subjective. There is no easy answer for this. Yep. You know, so that's why it's always just been a, a, been a hassle of trying to figure this out, trying to different pathways, mm -hmm. like make sure I branch into other products. Like I was, I was doing like t-shirts for a while and they just weren't as, as popular as the prints. And then I had to scale back on that and realize like, that's, that's not for me yet. Not to say yeah. that I do it again, but yeah, you know, type of prints is first and foremost about prints. So why not give it what people want? Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a bit about your podcast. So your podcast is an awesome name, the Don't Quit Podcast. Tell me about that. How'd you get started? How many episodes have you done? Yeah, I'm I'm actually surprised no one has taken that name. Yeah, I, you're not kidding. That is that does seem like a name that people would grab for sure. I know, I know. I was like, I was actually generally shocked. Like, you know, like this is way too convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is this easy. Yeah. So yeah, no, I even, I would say I lucked on the SEO part of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I started about 2016. Okay. Uh, yeah, 2016. And uh, I, don't, I don't really keep track of much of my episodes. If you actually even look, I don't even list the numbers of them. Okay. Yep. So, and, you know, I would say I've done about, um, 100, about 150. Okay. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I've been at it for about two, over two years now. Yeah, very nice. So what kind of things do you talk about on your show? Oh, a lot, a lot of things about motivation, um, inspiration, and uh, productivity tips. That's nice. one of the key things about, and one of the things I really like to go towards to is really actionable advice because that's, I'm yeah. starting to realize like, that's what people really like. Like, yeah. how can this really benefit me? Yep. Yeah, now, I've, always, I've just been more of a uh, action guy than a theory guy as well. It's like... Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Give me the bullet points. Show me how to get started. You know, that's just that's know, it's, it's so easy to fall into, into that theory too, because yep. it always, it sounds good, 
but not always when you put into practice. Yep. Absolutely. And is that, is that show, is that just you or do you do guests as well? Or how does that work? That's, it's just me and it's always under 10 minutes. Okay. Nice. Short yeah, format. But, uh, yeah. The reason why is that is because, you know, it's supposed to be motivating and productive. So I don't want my audience to listen to me all day instead of actually getting what they need and then go forward. Gotcha. Because it allows me to cut away like any of the fluff. You know, yeah. I always go into the story or the impact of it because, you know, yeah. I only have a couple of minutes to work with. Yeah, very nice. And tell me about the children's books. Curious how you got into writing a few children's books. Once upon a time, I worked uh, for a publishing company, so I didn't realize there were so many authors out there, but they're everywhere. Yep, yep. And it's only gonna get it's only gonna get easier because it's never been easier to publish your own book. Uh, so I kind of just got started into it because of my art style. Uh, when I do illustrations, it already factored more into like uh, for like children more so than like any other target market. So I just figured, hey, my artwork fits along with this time and I can, I mean, I can write, you know, I write relatively well. All my podcasts are written by me. So, mm -hmm. so like, I, I can, let's check it out. Usually most books are only like 50 words. So, yeah. you know, like and low key though, 50 words is really hard. <laughs> like you you only got so much to work with not yep. only that but you gotta make sure these children can like read and understand it yep so like you gotta make it super bare bones super basic but you want to make it impactful that they can actually remember it yeah so very nice mm -hmm, yeah so and it was just good through that through um amazon and it was just amazon's so good about self-publishing they're they're like the leading provider on that so oh yeah they have, they have all the tools they have all the information you need there's, there's really like no excuse why you should, no one else really can unless you know you, you need help with illustrating or writing i've we were talking about this before the show but uh, i know brandy will watch us and get a kick out of it so my co-host is not with us today and i think it's my fault i think i forgot to tell her about this conversation with nick so brandy if you're watching i have failed you i apologize <laughs> he was really looking forward to getting her on here and i was as well but uh Maybe next time. Sorry, Brandy. <laughs> She'll survive. So, Nick, who's your, like, when you're selling your, your typo prints, your motivational uh, artwork and stuff, who's kind of your ideal customer? What does that look like? Is it uh, the company like me? Is it the individual? Is there? Yeah, individual. Okay. Yeah, but it's actually uh, women have definitely loved it because of the home decoration. Yep. Yep, and uh, my prints are always pretty colorful. I always like to use color. So it really does brighten up or any kind of room. Very nice. Uh, so do you design everything yourself? Yep, everything, is, everything wow. you see is done. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, like when I ever get to the point where I, I get too busy or I can't do much, like designing the prints is going to be the last thing I give it to someone else. Like, gotcha. yeah, it's my sole embodiment of – I don't even know if I'll ever give that up. Like. I love that the most and yep. I feel it's the most expressive of who I am. Yep. So. No, I can appreciate that. It's a, uh, a business owner trying to scale or even thinking about scaling, um, giving up different pieces of your business can be scary because if mm -hmm. you're really passionate about something, you're pretty good about something and you give it to somebody who doesn't do it justice. It's like, yeah. not only is that going to drive you nuts, but it's not great on your brand and there's, there's all kinds of challenges and I think that fear keeps a lot of people from even trying to scale. You know, I know yeah. some guys right now and I talk about them vaguely all the time, but 
they don't bring people into their business because they can't relinquish control. And for that reason, they don't really grow, you know? Yeah. I think that, no, I think that might even set me back in the future. You know, yep. I, I'll be fully self-aware of that. Yep. And also I pray for the person who's going to, I'm going to hand this off to if I ever do, because I'm going to be super <laughs> hard on him or her. Yeah. And, and the challenge is nobody ever cares about your business the way you will. Cause it's your baby. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, well, very nice. So for people listening that, that have a, a dream or a passion like you do, uh, what advice would you give them about getting started? How does somebody get started into a competitive space, like an online e-commerce, especially e-commerce, like e-commerce, you know, like me, I know a lot of people that have failed. And I also know some people that, that do a million plus bucks a year from Shopify. So what advice do you give people about getting started? I think the best way to get started is to look at your passions of why, or is it something that you're, you want to move away from, you know, say your full-time job, you don't like it. Everything is living the same. You're, you know, you're not progressing. It's a dead end job. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I personally can't really relate to it because I, the only time I've had a, a full-time job was only for uh, three months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't have any like admonesty to any like, people who are working full time. Like I, you know, to, uh, like to a lot of the times when I started, like, I wish I had that. I think it would have been a lot easier for me working with typo prints. Yep. So you know, a lot of people like may hate it. It's like, you know, I always got to say like, Hey, now everyone can, can have that, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely make the most of it too. So but also like uh, for all my part-time jobs, like I've learned from, uh, from other leaders and I've had, you know, bad leaders, I have good leaders. And it really taught me like the difference, like how to handle these things. So well, also, you know, I'm even going off the tangent of like bad bosses, like you taught, <laughs> taught me a lot. So yep. even though like I did not enjoy my time with them, but I can say like, I can learn from their mistakes and how they're coming across. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what is, what is your strategy? I'm curious about this. What is your strategy? Do you have any kind of a content strategy that you use now or social media strategy just to kind of keep your brand out there? Like what's your brand awareness strategy look like? Uh, that's, that's something I'm definitely looking forward more towards right now. It's this getting uh, more my prints in real world settings. People nice. love to be able to imagine their prints, what it will look like in their home. Yep. Yep, it's one of the the key uh, points of the work working on Pinterest. People love that, and it's like eighty percent women there. So like, yep. It, yep, it's definitely a strong target market for me. Uh, low key information about that though is, <laughs> I actually had a girl already. Um, I was interested in college, and she told me when I showed her type of friend, she was like, "Oh, you should be on Pinterest." But I was like. I don't really want to because like it, it was a platform I wasn't really interested in. And I didn't understand. So I was like, mm, I didn't really want to. And I held off for it for quite a few years until I really started getting into it this year. Yep. I, yeah, I, I feel so bad. I should have been doing this. So much because like every post has been getting way more impressions. Nice. Than like I, I would even get from Facebook ads. I would think for what you're doing, Pinterest and Instagram would be the place to be. Yep. They definitely are. Yep. Because of the women and because of the fact that the sites are so visual, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And their uh, content strategy was, to, uh, was my podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So if somebody listening um, would like to learn more about your company or see some of these prints for themselves, what's the best way they could check that out? 
Yeah, you can uh, always contact me at nick at typoprints.com. That is with two Ys. Um, I'm definitely on all the social media sites, even though you're going to see that Pinterest and Instagram is going to be the most fleshed out and, you know, where the action is the most. But definitely hit me up on any of those social media sites for Typo Prints. I'm, I'm always there. Awesome. Well, Nick, I really appreciate you coming on today and uh, talking with us about your journey and your business. And uh, I thank you, my friend. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. All right, we are back. Nick, thank you, brother. Appreciate your time and you sharing your story with us and all these listeners. If you guys want to check out the show notes for this episode, which I highly recommend, go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 171. And if you're a longtime listener, you'll notice we have not done that in a while. So if you want to go back and listen to, or I should say, watch or read the show notes to any episode, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode and then whatever number you want. Okay. If it's just a show with me or just me and Brandy, there won't be as much content. But if there's a guest, you're going to have their social channels, a little bit about their story. Uh, if they gave us any kind of a, a freebie for you, you'll see that there as well. So check that out. As always, guys, appreciate the listen. Appreciate the watches on YouTube. Starting to see more watches on YouTube. Significantly more come through. So maybe you guys are watchers. Maybe you guys like to uh, see what we're doing instead of just hear about it. Whatever works for you, we'll create something for you. So until next week, my friends, stay intentional. Keep chugging. Talk to you soon.